Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to another spectacular episode of Down the Line. Dan Abington, John Leuzzi, and Matt Yazel here in the studio. Uh, it is fall break. That doesn't mean that we uh, stop grinding, though. No, we Never have stop. an obligation to our loyal listeners uh-huh. to be here on a weekly basis. Um, so, And who better than Joan Jett and the Blackhearts to pump us up for a great episode, right, John? Sure. <laughs> John was lamenting that it wasn't Carrie Underwood, and I was I, saying... I heard the first couple uh, lyrics, and I was like, this is not Carrie, but... Um, was not Carrie. No, that's because this is the original song okay. that I didn't based know on. it was came from, from, a, from another song, Dan, mm. so the more you learn, even yeah. though it's the more fall you know, break, I, the more you know. I'm still in class. You always have to be learning, John. That's right. Literally always. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right, Dan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Looking great today by the haircut. Thanks, the John. Yeah, I went down to Neroli Salon and Spa today and got my, got the cut. I think it's uh, feel I feel a lot lighter. Oh, yeah. It was, nice. How it was how long had it been? Uh, two months. Wow. A little over maybe. Uh, I it was August. Long. August last time I got a cut. Oh wow. I pride myself on that fluffy, fluffy you brown sure haired, <laughs> brown haired guy look. So yeah. that's what Maddie likes. So I have to, I have to. But it was getting nice. it was a little a little unmanageable. At yeah. that point in time, oh. you know, it was getting a little frizzy. That's that's never good. Never good. <laughs> were we all on the show last week? I can't remember. We were. Yes, we were. All my days are running together at this point. It's, I don't. It's even a know busy what day time of the week year. it is today. It's Thursday, John. Thank you. And we have down the line every Thursday. I know. That's the only <laughs> way I know. Uh, well, we're talking NFL Week Six and Seven, and the MLB today. Uh, we don't really have enough time to talk NBA, and John doesn't know the NBA either, so that doesn't help things. <laughs> We only have yeah. so much longer that we can talk about baseball, so we're going to wrap up the show today with uh, MLB playoff discussion. Anything before we hop into football? This weather really stinks here in Milwaukee. I I like that it's turning to cold. I like the cold more than it's I like the, the heat. cloudy, the rain puts yeah, that's me to not sleep. Fun. That's not fun. So I apologize if my energy is not here today. It's not so far. That's yeah. what I, I have noticed. Yeah. Trust me. I'm not sure if Matt has, but I, I have certainly noticed. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. I thought the Wicked Hop... Uh, Barbecue chicken wrap would jolt oh. you today, but I, I I thought it would, but um obviously this rain and mother nature has other plans. Mm. All right, well how about some NFL to wake you up? Let's there do it! Woohoo! <laughs> All right, week six. Um, let's start out with Thursday night, I guess. Uh, it was the Eagles playing against the Buccaneers, and uh, Tom terrific and the Bucks picked up the win, twenty eight twenty two. The Eagles kept this one a lot closer than I expected. Uh, John, sorry to say your Eagles prediction didn't work out. That it night. almost went two for two. I almost picked up two upsets, and but I went one and two after the two week span. And I mean, this team does not run the football enough, Dan, and that's why I think one of the reasons why it hurt them uh, from winning this game. If you don't run the football, you don't get an offense generating with momentum, and it's easier for an opponent's defense to know what play is coming. So. Until they run the football, games like this against very good teams is going to continue happening. It was really stupid what Nick Sirianni said today. Yeah. He said, we need to give Miles Sanders the ball more. Well, You're the head coach plays. of the football team. <laughs> what? Why can you say, I, I don't, it's just so dumb, incorporate more plays to him. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's been I'm, a, not, I'm not sold. You're not sold on Sirianni still? Not in any way. I uh, I mean zero percent so how can you be he's not on the he's not going to be on the hot seat um he doesn't have to be on the hot seat yet but he should be no 
It's his first. I, I don't see how you can be like first job, oh, first this time guy is as great. a coach. I I think he's I think his seat is getting a little warm Ooh. already. I mean, he's just a disciple, not a disciple. I think he's more of a simply pleasant, the, a peasant of Howie Roseman <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey Lurie. The fact that a report came out that said that he's not on the hot seat means he's on the hot seat. You think that's the case? This early in the season, in his first season, I think that's a little worrisome that they need to clear up rumors that he's not on the hot seat, which typically means, yeah, you, you got a little something to be worried about. Maybe. You're, you might be right, but, hey, they got the easiest schedule remaining. Really? Woohoo! <laughs> you remember when they said that about the Phillies? <laughs> we ended up <laughs> losing all the way out. Yeah, that was tough. All <laughs> that right. That was a tough look. Well, the Buccaneers win uh, and the Eagles lose. Bucks are five and one. Uh, moving on to Sunday, Dolphins and Jags. London met team, in London, baby. yeah, and the Jacksonville Heck, yeah. Jaguars got their first dub. Uh, London's team per Matt, uh, and they yes, proved sir. it. They're now one and five. Uh, T. Law threw for three nineteen. James Robinson seventeen rushing attempts, scored a touchdown. Uh, I think Urban Meyer coached a pretty poor game, even though they won. Uh, but they won, and that's what yeah. really matters. I mean, I I saw it afterwards because I didn't wake up early enough to watch this game because it was in London. But when you talked about the field goal, they made it. Like, obviously, he put his hands up if he won, but it kind of looked like afterwards he was angry that they won that football game. Maybe it was just me that it came from this reading his facial expressions, but you won a football game. You're now 1-5. You end that snapping streak, and hopefully you can build something on this with a young quarterback. I understand this season hasn't been going their way, but use this as leverage and use this as a motivation standpoint. It, I just didn't make sense to me. Uh, maybe he wanted to stay in London a long time. Who knows? Wow. He, he wants to be in Los Angeles so bad, you can tell. <laughs> USC? He wants the USC job. That's that's know. what I'm seeing. don't know. Matt, anything? Uh, team. D- well, yeah, the, the Jaguars should just stay over there. Uh, the Dolphins, just disappointing. Yeah. Uh, the Tua back, put up semi-decent numbers, I guess, but just big disappointment for the Dolphins. Don't, and you guys have their pick, right? Yeah. We do. Their draft pick, so I, I guess good for you guys. I mean, we're looking take it right them. now. That's looking like the number one overall pick Yeah. pretty soon, which is good. Yeah. Very happy about that. But we'll screw it up if we get the number one overall pick. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. We'll take another quarterback. Uh, let's. Okay, so these games are kind of in a strange order in the way that CBS Sports is putting them. Uh, I couldn't access ESPN week six for some reason. Hmm. I kept trying, but I'm going to CBS today. Uh, the Bengals beat up on the Lions, who remain winless, the only winless team in the NFL. Uh, the Bengals looked great. 34-11 win. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. Jamar Chase, the three J's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like that? Uh, they they were pretty dominant. Jamar Chase looks like the front runner for offensive rookie of the year. I'm glad that I was right about him. It's always fun to be right about a young player. Uh, but Lions look bad this week more very. than more than they have recently. Jared Goff is just very bad. Yeah, and it's. I think I've said before, like when he was with the Rams, I, I actually liked him a little bit, like coming out of college. Yeah. I, I thought people kind of underestimated him, but that, all of those feelings are gone. He's just not very good. I think his head coach called him out this week. I, 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 speaking of hot seat, I think Mr. Campbell, the, the crazy <laughs> guy, 
is probably he on the hot seat. Caffeine in him, right? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. He's a few That's more Red it. Bulls. He, he's got to no, go over to Star. Like the Red Bulls don't do the job for him. He's got to go to Starbucks to get the blueberry black tea peach lemonade. <laughs> don't bring that up. They haven't brought that back. <laughs> Sorry, John. They don't even have the peach back. <laughs> you got a Jolly Rancher in there? I do. Mm, trying sugar. to get some sugar into mm-hmm. me right now. All right. Uh, but I like the Bengals, and they. Yep. This this is a big prove it week for the Bengals. If if they win this week, uh, huge, yep. huge for them for sure. Uh, the Colts beat the Texans thirty one to three. Carson Wentz threw for two hundred twenty three yards. JT had a huge day, yes, one hundred forty five yards, only fourteen rushing attempts. Uh, the Texans are bad, very bad. They're one in five. Uh, this was a big win for the Colts. Um, it's always good for the Eagles when Carson Wentz is able to keep playing because that means that we're sure is. we have a higher likelihood. And here, here's the conundrum. The more they lose, the better pick we get. Yep. But if they keep winning, then Wentz keeps playing, mm-hmm. which is good because it's a conditional. If he plays a uh-huh. certain amount of their snaps, then we get the pick. 70% uh, in the season or and then 75 including the playoffs. Uh, it's right now at 38% he's played on the snaps. I think there's only about – handful that he hasn't and that was the week that he got injured and got taken out so it's looking good on that part and hey i wouldn't mind to go neither way right now we have three top 10 picks mm. matt anything to say about this game fjt good point uh the chiefs beat washington 31 13 a little anagram there 31 13 flips around it's 31 13 either way did you think of that john no it's like the word race car if you look at race car backwards, it's still race car. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is good radio. Um, th- this was a pretty boring game in my mind. Mahomes threw for three hundred and ninety-seven yards. Uh, is this Darrell Daryl? How do you pronounce it? I think it's I don't know. I think it's Daryl. All right, Daryl Williams uh, was the, the head running back in place of Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Did pretty well for my fantasy team with two TDs. Uh, this was not much of a surprise that the Chiefs won. So, a couple mean, of picks was, though from Mahomes still. Yeah, he's still he's turning not, it over. He's not firing on all cylinders just yet. Ain't looking like the Mahomes that we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, worried too much about that sneaker deal commercial with uh, State Farm. I think he's got enough money. Probably a good point. Uh, his five hundred million dollar yeah, contract. He's, he's doing all right. <laughs> The uh, the Rams beat the Giants thirty eight to eleven, uh, an absolute rout. Even with Daniel Jones playing for the Giants, maybe that was because Daniel Jones was playing for the Giants. But very true. The Giants yeah. had a lead coming out of the first quarter, three nothing. But the Rams then <laughs> the Rams then scored twenty eight points in the second quarter. Yes, uh, outscored them thirty one to zero in the second and third quarters. It is so going to do a little happens. bit of a gentleman's kind of victory, and. Uh, one three quarters. Yeah, that that makes sense. They yeah, were yeah, trying yeah. to be nice. You know, <laughs> nice job of McFay. Mm. Cooper Cup MVP. Yeah, he's been playing great. 130 yards, two tutties. Uh, read a great article today in the Athletic about Matthew Stafford and how he's really helped the Rams' offense mm. with his uh, his no look passes. Of finally, his receivers finally are getting used to his no look passes, which is kind of something that they didn't expect. Good stuff. Uh, the Vikings beat the Panthers. 34-28 in overtime. Uh, Darnold and the receivers looked terrible throughout most of this game. Uh, then they led a game-tying drive. Vikings got the ball first in the overtime period and scored. 
Uh, I don't think either of these teams are very good. They're both now exactly at 500 where I think they belong at this point in the season. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a pretty good day. Dalvin Cook, 140 yards. Thielen had some good numbers, but this game didn't really excite me very much. I was rooting for the Panthers because I wanted them yeah. to win, but, you know. Vikings kicker missed a clutch field goal again yeah, late he in the did. game, which I enjoyed. But Greg Joseph. I wish, I wish it led to a loss. Uh yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I think these teams are both mediocre for the most part. Maybe the Panthers are a little better, but I don't know. Panthers have said that they're sticking with Darnold and that they're not in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, which I don't believe. I wouldn't blame them if they're not, personally. But Apparently the Eagles are still art, and they're heavy favorites. Mm. I don't believe, believe in that. Well, where did you hope, see that? I hope not. Today, something I saw it on Twitter sometime today. And like they're like, I've only seen the Dolphins. They're like rather aggressive or something, and he Howie Roseman's trying to do everything he, he can to. I just uh, don't get, get like. I don't get it. Can he even play, Watson? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Like is all the like legal stuff just like on hold or? What? Yeah, I think nothing. There's some. He's able to play, I believe. Huh. They're just not. The team is holding him out. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, the Ravens destroyed the Chargers, who had looked un- unbeatable in previous weeks, but they lost 34-6 to against the Ravens. Lamar didn't really have a great day, but mm. his team did. Uh, Mark Andrews was fine, scored a touchdown. Uh, they have Devontae Freeman, um, Latavius Murray, and Le'Veon Bell, so 2016 fantasy teams for Joyce <laughs> yeah. over, this, oh, yeah. over this team. But uh, they put up 34 points. The defense looked spectacular against Herbert and the offense. Um, they did not use uh, Eckler at all in this game. Herbert was the leading rusher yeah, what the heck? with 12 yards on two attempts. So wow. This pretty, game is why I lost my fantasy matchup this week and lost my undefeated season. I am sorry to hear that, man. Lamar scored. I'm like, oh, the Ravens are balling out. This is fantastic. And then I look at Lamar. He's got 11 points. And Austin <laughs> Eckler has like six. I'm like, what is happening? But a uh, little disappointing on the Chargers' end. We, we talked about this as, like, the game of the week, potentially uh, offensive shootout. And I'm looking at these stats, and I see Justin Herbert is leading the Chargers with 12 rushing yards. Yep. That is not great. So maybe we all need to pump the brakes on the Chargers a little bit, um, or maybe the Ravens are just that good. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I think maybe it's a little bit of both. Definitely. I would I would 100% agree with that assessment. Uh, in the final game of that 1 o'clock window, uh, the final real storyline is that Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago. Owns. Correct. 24-14, the Packers won. Uh, Rodgers scored a touchdown, did his discount, double check, yeah, discount. and uh, said that he owns Chicago and Soldier Field. He's always which, owned them. Which was pretty awesome, not going to lie. Uh, this was a lower-scoring game. Then I might have expected the Bears. De- uh, I guess not. The Bears' defense is pretty good, and they proved that on some drives, and then other times they got cooked. Yeah, Matt. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a good game overall. Um, I, I think I don't know. I w- just I think the storyline is just the Bears offensively being pretty. Like they had they had a few impressive drives right away. They scored. What's it? Herbert, their rookie running back, played pretty well. Um, 
but there were also a lot of drives where Fields looked pretty bad, made some pretty bad throws. Um, mm-hmm. He threw one pick, could have easily been two. Amos was like barely out of bounds on the other one. Um, so it, it was a close game. I, I think this kind of shows that you know Packers are clearly the best team in the division. Um, I, I definitely would not have enjoyed all the talk from Bears fans had we lost. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. But good good win. Good to see uh, Mr. Rogers play that well and talk trash. I enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, I thought he wasn't committed. Uh, to the Packers, and then yeah, no. then that, that, put this there, there, was a, there was a conspiracy, Dan. Yeah, there was I a know. great tweet today uh, that came that? out, and it was talking about the what he did in Chicago, and he called Philly fans the best trash talkers in the league. I did see that, and I think that's just a sight and a sign, rather. That oh, he that he's going to go there next the year. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible point, John. No, I think it was a great Awful. point. He's looking at all the cheesesteak places right now. Uh, okay, the Cardinals beat up on the Browns in the uh, later afternoon window. I thought that would be a better game, and I had the Browns winning, in fact, and they certainly did not. Uh, Baker got hurt. Kareem Hunt got hurt. Pretty much everybody on the Browns got hurt in this game. Yeah. Uh, they are very shorthanded tonight against the Broncos, but we'll yep. get there. Uh, the Cardinals stay undefeated, 6-0 and after a 37-point performance against the Browns, who had been one of the best defenses in the league to this point. Mm-hmm. And this was a very impressive win for Kyler without head coach Cliff Kingsbury. What, was he not there? He I had COVID. Yeah, he was out oh, with COVID. he was out. I missed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, very impressive by the Cardinals. It, it is just, it's rough in Cleveland right now. I would easily – I mean, we'll get to picks, but uh, – it, what are their Baker's not starting tonight. Both the running backs aren't, um, and they're still waiting for. I think they're still waiting for Jarvis to come back. And they've got uh, two offensive linemen out. Oh, good. Uh, the rookie linebacker from Notre Dame, Jeremiah Awusu, whatever, he's out. Oh. Um, Odell is banged oh, up, great. questionable. Yeah, they're in. They're in Ugly trouble. Ugly game tonight. I think Swaggy Drew might get time tonight. Oh boy. Oh, there's boy. My, there's my prediction. Hi. John, anything about this game? I do not. Okay. Even though Kyler's your fantasy quarterback? He is my fantasy quarterback. I do appreciate it, but I do not watch much of this game. You've got like a a audiobook voice right now, John. Like a soothing <laughs> like massage I, therapist voice. Yeah. I don't know why. Um I'm a little tired right now. Um shout out to those actually, no, I'm gonna hold on to it. Um for later in the show. Oh um, boy. So all right. And wait, and the losers and winners and losers of the week. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys beat the Patriots in overtime, 35-29. Uh, Dak got a little banged up in this game. I think he was wearing a boot afterwards. Uh, but they pulled out the win. They're five and one. Dak threw for 445 yards in this game. Uh, Zeke had a pretty good day. Didn't score at all. But C.D. Lamb scored the game-winning touchdown on none other than Jalen Mills, who he's it got some experience open. with. Um. Mac Jones looked pretty good. I thought the Pats had this game, but they didn't score in the second and third quarters. That doesn't really help. No, and I think his throw at the end, that the one that tied the game, was really, really impressive. The only thing – oh, no, it didn't tie. 
it took the lead, but the one to Bourne. Yeah. Okay. Which, by um, the way, his only reception. Yeah. He had uh, one reception, seventy-five yeah. yards. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Um, but I think that was an impressive throw, especially from the rookie quarterback. Right after throwing a pick. Yep. Yeah. A quick response and at the same player that he just threw at. Too. Yeah. Diggs. By the way, I don't think Trayvon Diggs is that good. Trayvon. I don't think he's that good. I think he's a, a very strong corner. Yeah. But he get, he definitely gets burnt. I mean, yeah. the position of D-back is a very, very tough position because one, yeah. you can be locking somebody down for 95% of the snaps. You yeah. get burnt twice, and this guy's terrible. So one thing he does very well is creates turnovers, gets the ball back for his team, but you can't have an interception and then get burnt for 75 yards on the next play. I think part of it was the safety help over top was not in the right spot, but a lot of that is going to go against him. I feel like there's always a corner every year that like gets a ton of picks but is it necessary? Like you don't see yeah. like Jalen Ramsey leading in interceptions. Jair Alexander almost never gets interceptions. Yeah. He, they he just they don't year. throw to them. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so there's always going to be one guy like that. I mean, I think you know, the ability to catch those is certainly big um, for them. But yeah, he, he's not the greatest corner in the league for sure. He used to play receiver. Yeah, they moved him to make sense cornerback. Some corners have stone hands, but yeah. the ones that have been moved from receiver. To corner, you can you can kind of tell when the ball comes their way. Uh, the final game of that afternoon slot: the Raiders beat the Broncos, 34-24. Uh, the Dr- John Grudenless Las Vegas Raiders are now four and two. Um, Derek Carr threw for almost 350 yards. Josh Jacobs was all right, 16 uh, rushes for mm-hmm. 53 yards. Henry Ruggs scored a touchdown. Um, the Broncos were not great in this game. Teddy Two Gloves had a lot of yards, but they overall just did not impress. Do the Raiders just have an assistant coaching them now? Or? They have an interim in a, uh, yeah. who okay. was an assistant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if he was like in the offensive coordinator or whatnot, but um, yeah. I don't have much else to say about this. Great. Yeah. All right. Sunday night was a stinker in my mind. Uh, Steelers, oh, yeah. Seahawks. Steelers won 23 to 20 in overtime. Uh, Geno Smith was starting for the Seahawks. Uh, Geno against Ben Roethlisberger, probably the worst quarterback matchup that I've seen in a little while. Oh, yeah. Um, Big Ben is just kind of a tank out there, and not in, not in the good way. He's just humongous and can't really move well. Um, yep. Nor can he throw. So that's not good. Yeah. But Najee Harris had a good day. Uh, that kind of helped the Steelers on their way to a win. T.J. Watt, balled out. Yeah, huge uh, – Huge storyline in overtime was his play, which was helpful. John, eyes open. I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> your <laughs> eyes were closed. I was taking a quick reset. Uh, Alec Alexander, what's his name? How do you? Uh, a A Collins. <laughs> a Collins, <laughs> the, yeah. the running back for for the Seahawks had 101 yards. Uh, DK had six receptions, so that was a solid day. But I don't have a ton to say about that game because I turned it off very quickly. I didn't even watch it. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving to Monday night, it was the Titans and the Bills, and this one kind of lived up to uh, the billing of what people thought it was going to be in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Titans looked a lot better this week than they had in the past. Derrick Henry, 20 rushes for 143 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Josh Allen had a great day, but he slipped on a – QB sneak on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDermott made a really risky call. 
and it did not pay off. So well, Sal education were at its finest. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. But <laughs> the Bills lost 34-31 in prime time. Josh Allen still had a good day, but that slip makes people a little. Mm. Eh, he could have done a little more to win the game. Mm. You slip sometimes. It happens. So I don't, I think it was a bad. I personally did not think that they should go for it. I thought they should take the points and mm-hmm. go to overtime, give your quarterback a chance yeah. on a full drive. But I don't know. I, I can't entirely fault it because if they get it, then we're all praising him for yeah. months oh, yeah. as this great play caller. So, mm-hmm. Matt, anything? Um, Just uh, suddenly the Titans now are – Four and two, uh, you know. After, like you said, there's been a few weeks where it's like, wow, this team's not nearly as good as we thought they were. Um, I think this is a huge win for them to kind of flip that script around and kind of try to run away with that division. And Derrick Henry, at his best, is the best running back in football for sure. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, the teams that were on by this week, it was the Falcons, the Jets, the Saints, and the 49ers, which. Uh, None of which I would have looked forward to seeing play, so that's fine. Uh, everybody got eight, uh, got ten points this week except for me. I got eight. I had a tough, a tough week. Terrible. Um, that, that was that was hard. I tried to make a few uh, a few con- contradictory picks so that I could gain some ground on Matt, but that did not come to fruition. And instead, oh, I'm instead, looking. I'm looking I am good. Still just one point. Behind. Yeah, John's one point back of me overall now. Yeah, Matt, you are looking good. You're eight. I'm coming eight for ahead. you, Yizzle. No, you're not. Are you, Johnny? Nine points away. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, just just get one more over him each week, Johnny. Yeah. How does that's that sound? Just, that's my plan. Slowly and steadily. All right, let's go to week seven and predict these games. Uh, on by this week, there are six teams. This is a tough fantasy wow. week yeah. for a lot of people because the Bills, the Cowboys, the Jags, the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Steelers are all on by Uh a few very good quarterbacks in that mix. A uh, lot of receivers. Yeah. A lot of running backs as well. In addition to all of the um, running back injuries that we've seen. Yeah. So this is a, uh, for me, this is a Daryl Williams and D. Ernest Johnson running back week. I'm facing D. Ernest as well. Yeah, him. he's he's going to be the Browns guy tonight, I believe. So let's go, D. Ernest. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about tonight's game. Broncos-Browns uh, in Cleveland. No Baker, no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, no pretty much everybody for the Browns. I'm taking the Broncos in a big win uh, for Denver. I I, uh, I like what Teddy's doing, but I could see uh, Swaggy Drew getting in tonight. With everybody in the hospital for the Browns, <laughs> um, as perhaps rude for me to say there, but they're in, they're in – I'll say they're in the medical medical room in the training facility instead. I have the uh, Broncos coming out, and hopefully we get to see some swaggy Drew as well. I- I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'm loving the swaggy Drew optimism there, John. You're welcome. Uh, Sunday, Panthers versus Giants at the Meadowlands. I've got the Panthers winning this game. Uh, I think the Giants are not good, and I always like to pick against them. So uh, let's go Matt Rule. I got Rule and Sam Darnold and his return to the Meadowlands, even though he won't be against the team like he played for. He already faced them earlier. I got the Panthers winning this one. I'm going with a slight little upset here and picking the Giants. I think at home, I think the Panthers are 
kind of struggling a little bit, not as good as they were early in the year. So I'm just I'm going to go with uh, Danny Dimes. All right. Having a little, right. a little big win for them. More like Danny Picks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jets versus Patriots, pair of four lost teams. Uh, I think the Patriots are going to win this one pretty handily. Yeah, Patriots on this one. Pats. Big game this week. Chiefs versus Titans. Uh, this will be the game that I'll, I'll be watching in this 1 o'clock window. I've got the Chiefs. I think they're going to turn things around a little bit. I don't necessarily believe in the Titans just yet. Uh, I think Derrick Henry might run circles around them, but I think this will be this will be a shootout kind of game. Sorry, I got the uh, Titans coming out on this one. I, I'm not sold on the Chiefs yet. On their comeback, they haven't been looking great the last two weeks. So I got the Titans winning this one. I'm going to go with the Derrick Henry running circles around the Chiefs' defense prediction and say that the Titans take this one. But right. it should be a good game. Washington versus the Packers. Uh, go Packers this week. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Wearing some uh, classic uniforms this week too. Oh, right. guys very nice. That. Very like nice. Green with yellow numbers. Oh. Yeah. I didn't like them wearing green in Soldier Field. I didn't really. It was because the Bears wanted to wear their stupid white jerseys. That was, that was dumb. So that's yeah. their fault. Made me stupid angry. Bears. Uh, Mark, bears. Mark has the Packers this week in a shocker. Yeah, I, yeah I'm Shocking a little surprised twist. about that. So that means that they're going to lose. Probably. <laughs> but that's okay because none of us will lose points. Uh, bad game. Falcons-Dolphins in Miami. Uh, I have the Falcons just because I think Tua is bad. Tua equals bad times two. <laughs> Go Falcons. Yeah, unless uh, Deshaun Watson shows up and plays <laughs> like he yeah. did, like prime Deshaun Watson, uh, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think my favorite game of the week, Bengals-Ravens. I'm a big Bengals believer, uh, and I think that this game will be close, but the Ravens have looked too good for me to pass up on them for another week. So I'm going to go the Ravens, but I will not be angry if the Bengals win. I will, I will retweet everything that just said there. Go Ravens. Uh, I, I'm going with the Bengals. I, I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to say uh, Joey Burrow gets it done, and I think he's been playing really well lately. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and, yeah, I'm a big win for Cincy on the road. Love handsome Joe. Love Jamar Chase. Big Bengals win for Matt. All right. Okay. Uh, Four o'clock, Lions-Rams. Jared Goff, homecoming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't also, even think about that. Yeah. Uh, so the two teams completed that trade earlier, and I think the Rams come out with a humongous win in this game. Yeah, I think the Rams come out with a big win here and uh, show Matt Stafford shows that you made a mistake on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> mistake on you? Yeah, who knows? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Stafford's going to abuse the Lions. So, Rams. I don't think DeAndre Swift is a good week this week. Okay. Just as a prediction. I, I, I'm just – all I need is a little touchdown mm. and some garbage time yards. That's fine with me. All right. I'll all right. take it. The Eagles visit uh, the Sin City and take on the Raiders. I've got the Ravers – oh, jeez. Raiders. Ra- <laughs> I've got the Raiders winning this game. I got the Eagles coming out with another road win on this season, and they're going to go 3-4, three to 3-4 four, three and four on the season. Hurt's gonna have a big day. So is Miles Sanders. I think. Uh, hopefully, wow. hopefully, the hopefully. guy who doesn't get the ball. If he gets yeah, more than <laughs> if he gets more than six day. carries, then maybe. He'll I mean, have I, a chance. I feel like uh, Sirianni's has etched I, it into. I his dropped game. Miles Sanders in fantasy. Wow. Huh. Dropped him. Dropped I, I, him. 
Go bird, go. <laughs> go bird? Yeah. Singular? Yeah. <laughs> go birds. Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Raiders. All right, let's see. Texans, Cardinals. This one's not even going to be close. Cardinals, no. big dubsky. Big win for the Cardinals. Zach Ertz's first game with oh, yeah. his new squad. Think he gets a touchdown? I don't know little, if he gets a touchdown. Toe tapper in the back corner? Uh, I think they're going to be in the red zone, and he's just going to come wide open and catch one. Okay. Uh, big time Cardinals dub. Bears versus Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers will win this game, but I think it'll be closer than some people expect because the Bears' defense is pretty good. I don't think the Bears will put up many points, but they won't allow too many either. I think the Bucks come out with this one, and it, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think they're the Bucks are a good team, and they're going to win uh, pretty handily on this one. It was pretty close between these teams last year, I, I, if I remember right. That was in Chicago, though. This one's in Tampa. Uh, I'm going to go against Mark's uh, homer pick and say the Bucks, though. John, you know that the Eagles kept it close against the Buccaneers this week, right? Very well aware. They covered the spread. They did. They did. That was nice. John, anything to say there or no? I do not. Okay. Colts versus 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Uh, this game is a little blech for Yeah, me. this kind of sucks. Um, Primetime in general, not great. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to say the 49ers with Trey Lance, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts win. I am going for the 49ers for the main fact with the Colts loss, their draft stock increases <laughs> and it helps the Eagles. So homer pick. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with the Colts. I think JT is on a roll the last few weeks. I think they're going to keep feeding them. And, yeah, Colts. Her- heard he's getting traded. Uh, to Green Bay? Mm. Sure. No, no, no. <laughs> to the Bears. A, th- a three-headed monster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and JT. <laughs> Melvin Gordon's coming, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Jalen Berger is signing an undrafted <laughs> free agent. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be the Wisconsin... Uh, Wisconsin Badgers running back room. John, that, he didn't go to Wisconsin. I understand Big Ten only. I'm Corey Clement is coming back. It's true. The GOAT. He's with, uh, is he on a team? He's with the Cowboys. Is he actually? Boo. Oh, that's a little sad. Yeah. All right. Boy, y'all, y'all did my boy Corey dirty. Shake my head. We but, didn't. But he, he still contributed greatly one, to his One of the Bowl, greatest so. plays I think I've ever seen Yep. was that toe tapper in the end zone. Yep. No way he should have caught that ball. Uh, and then Monday night, the Seahawks in yet another primetime game with Ooh. Geno Smith. Saints versus Seahawks uh, on ESPN Monday. Saints, I think the Seahawks are not good. I don't think the Saints are very good either, but I like Jameis more than I like Geno Smith. Yeah, I have the, I have the Saints winning this one um, on the road, even though it's a tough environment to go to Seattle. I just don't think Geno has it in him. Pretty easy Saints pick. I'm going to enjoy watching the Seahawks fall to the bottom of their standings. That that will be nice. I must agree. All right. Uh, anything else to say about the NFL? No. No. I think there are some boring games this week. There was some really boring yeah. ones. There there are a couple. Prime time just not great. Yeah. I wish I wish that they could flex games because I would like to see that Bengals yeah. Ravens uh, in prime time or. Um, I'm shocked that the Titans, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs Titans was not yeah. initially prime time, but I don't know. The Chiefs could be on uh, Sunday Night Football every week. And Pretty much, I would yeah. not be surprised. So, all right, John, you ready to talk about baseball? Let's do it. All right, baseball. 
well, we're in the swing of the championship series, um, NL and AL. It is the Red Sox and the Astros in the American League and the Dodgers and the Braves in the mm. NL. Uh, the NLCS is not going anywhere near the way I thought it would, it personally. very disappointing. The Braves are up 3-1 on uh, the Dodgers, and they have a chance to win the series tonight. In front of their home fans. Yeah. Um, no. No. It's in sorry, it's LA. in the LA still. Yeah, I, I mean, this series is nothing of what we thought. Um, going into the playoffs, you there were high odds, um, favorable odds for the Dodgers to go back-to-back, and obviously no Kershaw hurts, and then you, no Muncy. Yeah, I get it, but... Turner's the, out now, too, Turner's isn't he? out yeah, now. Yeah, for the so, rest of the playoffs. So, like... This Dodgers team, and the people are going to use it as excuses, like, we weren't at the fullest of our potential, and we didn't have this and this. But that's not the real thing. Like, their pitching just has not been good, flat out. Like, that is what's hurting them and allowing players like Eddie Rosario to hit a three-run home run in the eighth inning last night and make it like a 9-2 game. Yep. Like, that should not be able to happen. Now, obviously, you're going to give up a home run or two or some damage to somebody like Jock Peterson and Freddie Freeman. But at the end of the day, the the Dodgers have put themselves to this position. Like, there's just no way around it. There's no way other toward it. And I, it hates, from, hates me. It pains me to say this. I think the Braves win it tonight. And I think they could win the World the World Series. I would like to say, John, you're making it sound entirely like this is the Dodgers doing it to themselves, but the Braves have really played well. they've well. been very good. And I'm, I'm, by no means am I trying to take credit away from them, but um, at, like it's not competitive for what I was saying because of the Dodgers. The trade deadline acquisitions that they made have Fantastic. been humongous. I mean, the outfielders, Peterson and Rosario, have... Duvall. Yeah, the three of them have made it entirely worth it. Yeah. All, all the deals that they made have worked out. Yep, I mean, those yep. are their three main outfielders right mm-hmm. now, and that, that's been humongous. Uh, and Solaire pitcher, was doing well, too. Exactly. He, he just got reinstated today from the COVID list, yep. so they brought him back. But their starting pitching has been really good, too. Max Fried, uh, Ian Anderson, Charlie Morton. They started uh, Smiley last night, didn't they? Drew Smiley? No, he, no, it, it was they, Chavez. Jesse Chavez. But then oh. Smiley came in and pitched right, like that's three. What I saw. That's hilarious. My bad. Hilarious. I mean, bull, bullpen game worked out really well for them. Yeah. yeah. Because they they lost Enoa to the injury last minute, so that's to, for that to happen. Yeah, and for them to cover him like that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, regarding this series, uh, without a like pretty spectacular Dodger comeback in Game Three, the series is already over. Yep, which is pretty shocking to say the least. I mean, two walk off wins for Atlanta in the first two games without anything at all from Freddie Freeman also. Yeah. He literally in the first two games I think he was like 0 for 8 with seven strikeouts or something yeah. stupid like that. So that I mean that's wild to me to have so much productions from those guys that you mentioned, Austin Riley as well who's had a great year. Um so the Braves really just got hot at the right time and some sometimes that's all it takes. I mean that's what the Nationals did in 2019. Nobody expected them to yeah. do anything in that series against the Dodgers or certainly not to win the World Series. So sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. And even if they lose tonight, they're going back home. But again, they're right. very successful. They're six and two seven. So they, they won both games at home, which is yeah. crucial. They dropped the first game in LA, but then they took one. When you take one away, that's really all you need to do because yep. when you're the home team, you got two more games at home. So yep. that's 
they're honestly in a perfect position right now to win this pretty handily. I mean, it could be 4-1. It yeah. could be. And I think it very much could be. Like, I think this is how it's going to play off. And, like, I was watching the highlights of the game last night, this morning, and I think, Matt, you said, you said something to me last night. Urias was just throwing meatballs. Yep. Yeah. Like, he, like he, was, he wasn't – he didn't look like the same Urias in the postseason last year or even during the regular season. Um, he, he normally sits 95 to upper 90s. In, like, early innings yesterday, he was throwing 92-mile-per-hour fastballs. And yeah. they were – Taking them deep. I mean, I know That's it was concerning. It was only a couple of solo shots at first, but that very yeah. You if you give up one solo shot, that's different. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if it's three in the course of a few innings, that's bad. Absolutely. And they, I mean, they needed him to pitch well. Yeah. They have, a bull, they have a bullpen game tonight. Yeah. The Dodgers. Joe do. Kelly's starting. So oh, like, I love Joe Kelly. I, I'm. I got to be honest there. Yeah. Big Joe Kelly fan. But like their their pitching's in a bad spot. It was in a bad spot coming into the series with Scherzer having to close out Game 5 against the Giants and then not being able to pitch Game 1. He didn't pitch great when he did pitch. Um, so for the Dodgers, who came into this postseason with, it was like the Dodgers and the Brewers, the two best pitching staffs, their pitching is kind of in a bad spot right now. Yeah. And that's that's mm-hmm. kind of what's hurting them in this series. And one of the biggest storylines for Atlanta is they're doing all this all without Acuna. Yeah. yeah. He, he's not even playing. He's been out. Since when? The first half of the season? Yeah. I mean, like and, after the first couple months. Right. And they've been doing this all without their star player, who they're going to have for how many more years and terrorize the rest of yeah. the entire league. Yeah. And Matt mentioned it earlier, Freddie Freeman has been not good until last night. Mm-hmm. So not having Acuna and having Freeman underproducing and still being up 3-1 at this point in the series over yeah. the super team in the Dodgers is ridiculous. It's wild. I mean, the, oh, yeah. the injury bug is certainly caught up to the Dodgers, and Trevor Bauer being a massive loser also didn't help them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that Dustin doesn't discount Bay. from the Braves, in my mind. No, yeah, no, not at all. Um, it, they've been, like they said, we got hot at the right time. Yeah. And that's all it takes. I, 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 I agree. I think they have a good chance to win tonight, but if not, I, I do not think it'll be a repeat of last year with the Braves yeah. choking a 3-1 lead. I think that would be – Despite how good the Dodgers may be, I would be shocked if that happened. Yeah, again. everything I mean, would have to go right for the Dodgers. Exactly, because if you look they at got it, Freed going tonight too, like he's been fantastic. A bullpen game tonight, and then you go back to Atlanta with a shattered bullpen already. That's not going to be yeah in yeah. good shape. I mean, they have like fifteen closers in their bullpen, anyway, <laughs> yeah. which is helpful. But in this case, they're going to need to go nine innings with a pen tonight. Mm-hmm. Even if your starter goes seven, you still need two. Joe uh, Kelly's not going seven. No, no, no. I mean but. in game six. If oh. they win tonight and then they get a starter to go seven yeah. in game six, you still need two innings of bullpen. And you have tired arms. It, it's just a very bad formula right now for the Dodgers with pretty much everything. Yeah. And their, their lineup has been very poor. Mm-hmm. Very poor. Gavin Lux has been horrendous out in center field, too. Which yeah. is not, not helping. It, it, I, you know, he's learning a new position out there, I guess, and they're throwing him out there in the NLCS because I guess they don't have another bat <laughs> that they want to. I've been surprised that they've had him out there. I, I don't think he'll be out there tonight. I don't know. I don't know if the lineups are like posted already or not. They, in the outfield, you probably you have the. They typically had Chris Taylor out there. You have Chris Taylor, who's a great Pollock. defensive center fielder. You also have Bellinger out there as a possibility. So uh, it, it's interesting for sure. Um, We'll see how it plays out. The lineup tonight, you ready? Yeah. Stone. 
It is the 21st, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Mookie's in right field. Trey Turner at second. Seager at short. Will Smith catching. Pollock in left. Pujols playing first. Oh, Taylor is on second. third. And Bellinger's in center field with Joe Chris Kelly Taylor's pitching. playing third? He is, apparently. Interesting. And then well, – They got Pujols in the lineup. Well, that was expected. Like, I, I heard this morning, like, hmm. they, they were expecting it, knowing that – it could be his last playoff game of his career and all this other stuff. And so. they're facing a lefty, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then the Braves, it's Rosario in left, Albies at second, Freeman first, Riley third, Duvall center, Peterson in right, Dansby playing short, Darno catching, and Freed is on the mound. So Lux is out of the lineup uh, for the Dodgers. They've shifted everybody else around. But I think the injuries have really been why Lux had to play in center. Uh, because yeah. Taylor was out and left uh, for the past few games. And Bellinger has been playing first with Muncie out. So now Turner is out, so Taylor yeah, has to play third. Loss. It's kind of crazy that he can play all those positions, yeah. Chris Taylor. And he's pretty good at yeah. most I mean, of them, too. He's going to be a free agent, too. Similar to Chris at Bryant. The, the season. Where he, he starts at, like, five different positions in five different games. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the ALCS then, shall we? One of the better series. It's 3-2 right now yeah. in favor of Houston. Um, they don't play tonight. They play tomorrow uh, at the home of the Astros. Um, the It was tied 1-1. Then Boston went up 2-1. And the Dodgers – not the Dodgers. The Astros have taken the last two, 9-2 and 9-1, um, to give themselves the series edge. Ivaldi uh, is going tomorrow. For the Red Sox, which, which is, is good. a good sign for them. But um, they've got to kick it into high gear here because all the momentum has gone the way of the Astros since the last Red Sox win. Well, not only do they have to the kick, kick it into high gear, uh, it's an elimination <laughs> game for them. And yep. for, for a team that exploded <laughs> all the way until the last two games, just – doesn't really make sense, but that's the, how baseball kind of goes sometimes. And it's what's concerning is the de- offense for the Red Sox has not been what it has been all season and all the playoffs yeah. the last two games. And they're just not hitting the baseball well. They're not they're not picking good pitches up at the plate. They're not hitting it to the right spot, and they're not able to score. And this team needs to score a lot of runs for them to have – this comfortability and when they go put a pitcher on the mound because you're not going to be able to bring and have a situation like you did in what was it game f- game four um where it was 2-2 into the ninth yeah and then Evaldi gave up a hit and you bring in Martin Perez and he gives up seven runs like they're you're not going to win that way Matt and Dan you're yep. not just not going to happen so this it, offense is what yeah. needs to get going from the start Use that something said in this off day and get back on the horse and win these next two games. Yeah, for them to take a 2-1 lead and have the potential to not have the series go back to Houston if they won the last two games, and then to put up three total runs in games, was it yeah. four and five? Four and five. That's, the Red Sox just aren't a team that can win that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to put up a lot of runs, especially against the Astros team that has the lineup that they do. Yeah. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, the nine runs in Game Four was it's it doesn't quite tell the story of that game. 
Uh, but yesterday, their nine runs do. I mean, they yep. put up a couple huge innings. Um, Sale pitched well, but maybe they left him out there a little too long. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But, I mean, the Astros, they they could have been in a bad spot. Had I mean, going down 2-1 and having to – that's the thing with the seven-game series in baseball where it's like the three games in a row mm-hmm. in one spot. Um like technically that's the team that's at a disadvantage but it could have been a big advantage for the Red Sox to really take over there but I I think Houston's in a really good spot now I think game six should be really good with Evaldi on the mound um but pitching for the Astros uh Garcia Mm. um and he can pitch because Ulysse is that his name Luis oh Luis I thought it was Ulysse Garcia no no idea Luis um but they were talking about it at the game yesterday that you know, in game four, because their starter went long enough, they were able to push Framber Valdez to mm. game five, and he pitched incredibly well. Yeah. And now, like, Garcia was, like, the backup to him, but now they can have him start game six. So uh, Houston's in a pretty good spot pitching-wise because of how well Valdez pitched. Um, but Ovaldi is certainly the guy that the Red Sox want on the hill in game six. We'll see – Whoever they start game seven, neither team has. Probably sale. Sale again? Maybe. It'd be pretty short rest. Or I think it'd Eduardo. probably be Pavetta. Ugh. Go Astros in that case. <laughs> Maybe Rodriguez. Jeez. Rodriguez. Maybe, but I don't know. That'd I be feel... short term rest too. Yeah. And he didn't do that well, did he? He did. He did okay. Good. Yeah, he did. He did pretty well in his last start. Um. I think Pavetta would probably be a good choice. So I, I think if we – are we, like, making predictions or what are we doing? Dan? Sorry, I was logging into the computer over <laughs> here to make sure we weren't off air. Uh, do we want to make predictions? Like on what the – how the series are going to end? Sure. Huh. Okay. Um, I'll say – I'm going to say the Braves get it done tonight um, and win the series. I think Freed pitches well. And then I, I'm going to say Astros in seven. I think the Red Sox win a close game in game six, but I, I think giving Houston two opportunities at home with the series up at home. It, yeah, I'd said at home. <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Astros in seven and Braves in five. So what I'm, I'll say, I'll be the same for you and for the Braves. They're going to win here t- tonight in front of the home fans. However, I have my Boston Red Sox for just this postseason, just this postseason. Uh, winning in seven. I think they use it. Uh, they come back. They've been a team to fight. Uh, and even though the last two games hasn't been that, I think they respond and they look a little bit more like they're traditional. But it all starts if they can get that offense going and it all goes down to how JT, J.D. Martinez looks. He's a big part of their offense and the catalyst of that offense. So if he gets going, the other rest of the offense is going with Kiki. Uh, and um, Kike. I know. I correct. I heard that afterwards. So I got Boston winning in seven, and then they're going to be a, a great World Series between teams who started in Boston. Mm, didn't wow. even think of that. That was that was good, John. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite of what the two of you have said in a way. Uh, I think the Dodgers extend the series mm-hmm. at least a game, and it goes back to Atlanta for one. But I think the Braves win in six. Okay. Uh, and I think that the Red Sox have been too much feast or famine offensively. It's either all or nothing. I think they're riding a cold streak right now. Yeah. Um, and simply put, I think the Astros' offense is better. So 
I think this will yeah. be a low-scoring game because I Cut. believe Evaldi is going to pitch well, but I think that it'll be like a 3-2 win for the Astros or something, mm. um, and they win it here in Game 6. So I've got Astros versus Braves, uh, both in six games, I guess. I'm looking forward to Game 6 uh, of that series. Yeah, that'll tonight. be interesting. I, I, I think tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. Evaldi pitching on the road in a hostile environment. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be a good one. Yeah. Okay. Who wins the World Series out of those two? Uh, Astros. I also have the Astros. Because I don't have the Astros going to it, I have the Red Sox. Red Sox. All right. We're all AL guys today, apparently. Kind of gross, but <laughs> I, can, and I, can't root, I can't root for the Braves. <laughs> yeah. All right. Winners and losers. It's time for this week's edition of the winners and losers on down the line. We should get you to record saying that. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was great. That was Man, great. That's good. Have it queued up. Yeah. Queued up. Mash the button. Yeah. I, I didn't even. That wasn't. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I hit that. I, on I the just laptop. felt it. Off I felt it. <laughs> felt it a little bit. All right. I'll go first, as per usual. Um, I have two winners and a loser. Uh, my first winner, Matt. This is me extending an olive branch in a way. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are one of my winners. Uh, the Heck ring yeah. ceremony was pretty incredible with the families introducing the players. Yeah, I, I watched cute. a TikTok of that, and I was actually tearing up a little bit when I saw Drew Holiday get his ring. Oh, I was an OG Drew fan. Yeah. So uh, my dad still has his Drew oh. Holiday jersey that he wears all the time. Very good. Very really? good. So, yeah. Hmm. Um, that's the, the shirt he wears pretty much every six years. Six jersey I got. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Always wow. been a Drew fan. Uh, Love Drew. So. Congratulations to the Bucks. Those rings are awesome. Oh yeah, um, the, the necklace part. Yeah, Woo. yeah. Imagine Maybe. wearing that as a chain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and my other winner, I've never heard of this guy before, but his name is Dwayne Smoot. I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever. Oh, heard, I heard. heard I heard the story today. Jaguars D lineman. Yeah. Who delivered his own daughter on Tuesday morning in their living room, uh, just over 24 hours after getting back from <laughs> London. Yeah. His wife went into labor, and they couldn't make it to the hospital. Yep. So he delivered his own child in their living room. Wow. Which on, was pretty incredible. Huh? Did you see that? No, I saw an athletic story about okay. it today, and, and it was I was like, the, oh, that's so cool. They brought him on Sports Center. It was pretty cool. And and the weirdest part, they already have a two-year-old. Yeah. And he was just sitting there watching the whole time. Very calm. A wow. two-year-old watching his mother give birth in the yeah. living room. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and my loser, big fat loser, as always, Benjamin Simmons. That's right. I don't need to explain too much, uh, but he is now – he was kicked out of practice, and he refused to participate in a mandatory workout today. Making up excuses. Um, and the Sixers won without him. And all I'm rooting for now is Tyrese Maxey's success and Joel Embiid to be happy because he is the greatest person of all time. Absolutely. All right. So I'll start with my winner, and it kind of goes off to what you just said there, Dan. The Sixers won yesterday, guys. Um, big win for the Sixers. One and zero on the season. We get to eighty-two and zero still available. But <laughs> the hashtag that came out of last night's game from the one oh, and boy. only <laughs> Bill Lavington. Oh boy! Don't need Ben. Wow. Yes. My so, d- my dad. So his, his, Bill is Bill, fully Bill, on the Mr. train. Mr. Lavington's uh. Get Ben out. His of town. social media is quite. He, he enjoyable. produces some heat in, yeah. in those hashtags. Oh, I believe he it. He does. Uh. Hashtag Philly Sports 2021. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, so that's another one. And then my loser is the construction workers at Jimmy John's. <laughs> and let me tell you why, guys. At 7.45 this morning, they decided to start work. And I was woken up 
by chainsaws, <laughs> by banging. You're you right. You're it. right above it. I'm right above it. Right we're, above we're, it. we're down the. And I tried. I tried sleeping in today. It's fall break. Yeah. I needed to catch up on some sleep, but no. The people at Jimmy John's decided <laughs> to wake a me up early. I had a 10 a.m. alarm on, but nope, I was up a couple hours earlier. They're trying and to also, get it done freaky fast, John. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's clearly not. Also, I, I, I won't back, be finished until back after the third word today, Dan. They were working, and I felt my entire apartment shaking. So, uh, Jimmy John's construction workers, if you're listening, please you're be considerate of my sleep schedule. <laughs> I, think, I don't sleep enough to begin with. I think you should be considered their construction schedule, John. No, no they've got a job to around. do. Support blue collar workers. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that was a fantastic loser pick. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, both of mine are NFL related. My winner, we already spoke of this a little bit, but it's uh, Aaron Bleepin Rogers, as he's been referred to. Uh, after you know, I don't typically get fully invested in the Packers until after baseball season's over. Uh, but that winning in Chicago and him talking more trash than I've ever seen him talk really pumped me and my family up when I was watching with him this weekend. Uh, so loved every second of that, and I, I'm 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 all in. Any, any good punts this week? He, I think he hit one like eighty something yards. Wow! And it, like it went in the end zone. Was your dad juiced? Oh, up? oh yeah. He, <laughs> I I think I could see a Bajorquez jersey <laughs> on my father sometime soon. <laughs> He's got a boot. Um, and then my loser, I don't know if you guys saw this, but DK Metcalf. Oh. And not only did he not produce enough for my fantasy team this week because I lost, he also – he so San, Shannon Sharp called DK out on Twitter basically. He didn't like tag him or anything. He was just talking about – he DK made some dumb play in the game. He didn't like run out of bounds when they were trying to come back. And DK was saying like stop questioning me. And then he said, I can wipe my S word with your resume to Shannon Sharp, who is a Hall of Famer (laughs) and multi Super Bowl champion, one of the best receivers that has ever played in the NFL. Was he compared to DK? Shannon Sharp? I thought he was a tight end, not a receiver. I think he's a receiver. Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure he's a receiver. Either way. Um, Compared to DK Metcalf, who's been in the league for what three years yeah, and is if pretty much just known for being really strong, um, so I think he eventually owned up to it and was like, "Okay, fine, you got me." But that was after thousands and thousands of people told him to shut up, and I think the Broncos like posted his something about his resume in response to that. Mm. A lot of NFL accounts did. Yeah, so I, I saw the Shan- the Shannon's resume thing part of it. Yeah, that that's what that's why they posted that. Yeah. So. DK got dunked on by a lot of people, as he should have been. Big fat loser this week. Mm. Another loser uh, related to my former loser. Uh, whoever in Ben Simmons' camp is telling him that he's making the right decisions here <laughs> yeah. and saying that this is the right thing to do. His brother, his trainer. Maybe. That might be it. Uh, but I just broke the story, guys. Whoever is in his corner and just saying, you know what, you are you are doing great here. This is yeah. an all-time move. Doing great, buddy. That's just very poor, just poor counsel. Also, Rich Paul, another loser. Yeah. The, yeah. a, anybody associated with Benjamin Simmons yeah. is a loser in my eyes. Mm. I, I mean, I'm loving the Sixers are finding him. I'm loving it. They're not finding him. Yes, they are. Each game that he misses, they will be finding him. The, or just not paying him. Right. That's but, more. Yeah. But the tweets are like they're going to find him. Okay. Sort of. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Yes. All right. 
Anything else before we, we sign off here? Make sure to follow my Twitter handle at John Lee Wow. Tonight for <laughs> women's soccer coverage on the Marquette Wire. <laughs> that didn't deserve any time. Yes, it did. All right. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in again to a great episode of Down the Line, and we will hopefully see you next Thursday.